Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 265, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Are you struggling to maintain consistency in your life? Do you find yourself constantly starting new goals only to give up after a short while? You may be wondering how some people manage to be so consistent with their habits while others struggle to stick to anything. If there is one thing that can make or break our success, it's consistency. Without it, we'll find ourselves struggling to achieve our goals and slipping further and further behind. In order to be successful, we have to be consistent. This holds true for any area of life, whether it's in our personal relationships, our professional career, or our fitness 
and health goals. So how can we achieve consistency? What are some simple steps that will help us master this important trait? Number one, do something. Now, I know you're probably thinking, wow, what great insight, Scott. Do something to stay consistent. What an original idea. Hear me out, because I'm talking more than just simply doing something. To stay consistent, we first have to start taking action. And this can often be the hardest part. When we're at zero, everything seems overwhelming. The trick is to just start and get into a rhythm. Then we can focus on maintaining that rhythm. And the way that we can achieve this rhythm is by leveraging the do something principle. This principle is by Mark Manson, and it's the catalyst for action. When we don't have the motivation to do something, we need something that will spark some sort of action, something that will create momentum, which then allows us to grab onto momentum and ride it towards greater action. The do something principle is a means to take action when we don't have the motivation to do anything. Here's the thing. Most people think that in order to take action on anything, you need to be motivated to do that thing. And motivation comes when we're inspired by something. But the do something principle states that inspiration, motivation, action is not a linear sequence. Instead, it's an endless loop. And we can start now, wherever we want to start. This means that it's substantially more efficient to start with action. And let that action become the inspiration, the motivation to take further action. And we all take action every day, many times without motivation. For example, we don't need inspiration to take a shower. No, it's something that we just do. So try simply getting up and brushing your teeth. This simple yet effective action is constructive. And this constructive action is what gives us the momentum towards taking further action. A little bonus. Prior to this action, we can leverage some additional actionable steps, such as assessing the workload involved, pushing ourselves to start doing the reps without the expectation of seeing results initially. And lastly, focusing purely on taking action. This means less thinking and more doing. Number two, learn habit formation. Habits are learned behaviors, which is good news because that means that there is a process for integrating new activities into our lives. Now, I won't be going into depth too much as I did a deep dive into habit formation last Monday. If you haven't listened, be sure to check out episode 263, Eight Life-Changing Lessons from Atomic Habits. Now, you're still probably curious, what are some actionable steps I can take? First, we need to understand habits are the compound interests of self-improvement. 
The same way that money multiplies through compound interest, the effects of our habits multiply as we repeat them. It doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful we are right now. What matters is whether our habits are putting us on the path towards success. We should be far more concerned with our current trajectory than with our current results. Now, with that said, we need to continually remind ourselves our outcomes are a lagging measure of our habits. So, define the activities which will move you towards your goals. Focus on getting as many reps in as possible in the shorter space of time. And lastly, schedule them into your calendar and focus on stepping up every time. Number three, systemize everything. James Clear said it best. You don't rise the level of your goals, but rather you fall to the level of your systems. Systems take the thinking out of repetitive processes so that we can focus on creativity. A good system does not exist for itself. It serves a purpose. A systems approach means that we find opportunities to create repeatable steps and actions that lead to the accomplishment of our goals. In other words, we find the best way to do something and never deviate from that success track. That becomes a system. There is great value in creating repeatable functions and systems that save us time, money, and resources. Now, you may be wondering, how do I know when I should systemize a process? Ask yourself, is it related to my goals? Will it save me time, money, or resources? Can it be repeated and or automated? How will I track the results, progress, and effectiveness? Lastly, list the steps and continually follow the steps. So the last question you're probably thinking, what are some actionable steps that I can take to systemize? Step one, reflect. Start by thinking about the goals that are most important to you right now. Then self-audit your day and pinpoint the daily interruptions and distractions you face. Step two, categorize. Create categories for the various aspects of your life. For example, this can include finances, side hustle work, and personal development or self-care. Step three, systemize. This is about creating the actual system. This requires us to think back to the current goals we're prioritizing in the various categories of our life and essentially determine the specific activities we're aiming to systemize and create our own foolproof method for completing them. And lastly, step four, adjust. With our goals, priorities, and daily circumstances constantly changing, so will our systems. We should never be afraid to adjust our systems. Making tweaks is necessary to continue growing. If something's no longer working, adjust it and create a new one. (laughs) 
Number four, keep yourself grounded. Burnout leads to inconsistency. Creativity is a marathon, not a sprint. People overestimate what they can achieve in a day, but they underestimate what they can achieve in a year. We need to think long-term to preserve our health and energy. At its core, staying grounded and centered means we are in control of our emotions and thoughts, and we accept the path that we're on. So what are some indicators that we're not grounded? Getting distracted easily, spacing out, overthinking, engaging in personal drama, experiencing anxiety and perpetual worrying, being possessed by desire for material things, being easily deceived by ourselves or others, being obsessed with our personal image. So what are some actionable steps we can take to ensure we stay grounded? Find a hobby or activity you love. This guarantees that we'll set aside time to do something for ourselves that fills us with joy. So often we have our long to-do lists, our careers, and other responsibilities that we forget to give ourselves the time to do something we enjoy outside of responsibility. Next, breathe yourself into your body. Naturally, when we hold between our breaths, our body's nervous system calms and we become fully aware and present within our body. So we can try this by pausing our breathing. Slowly inhale through your nose for four to six seconds. At the top of your breath, hold for four seconds. Then exhale through your nose for four to six seconds, holding at the bottom. Lastly, move your body to help release anxious energy. We are energetic beings at our core. And when that energy gets pent up, it can lead to anxiety, restlessness, and even overexhaustion. With movement, we are able to move through any stagnant or stuck energy, reconnecting to our bodies and making it easier to ground ourselves. Moving through energy can look like yoga dancing around your home, running, or simply taking a walk. When we decide to move our body intentionally and organically, it's the quickest route to ground within ourselves. When we go to start our movement for the day, we should tell ourselves, I am doing this for me. I am releasing pent-up energy to make more room to ground within myself. When we are grounded, we become our own energy source. Grounding allows our bodies to access our talents, powers, and provides nourishment for our visions, goals, to create the best life for us. Number five, prime your environment. Our environment is key to success and ensures that we're in a healthy, positive space with good energy. Being surrounded by distractions, negative people, and temptation derails our consistency. Essentially, our environment is made up of 
everything from the people we spend the most time with, the space we work in, the things we read, listen to, and watch, the people we follow on social media, and much, much more. So what are some actionable steps we can take to ensure we don't become derailed, and how can we prime our environment? First, adjust your social circle. Most of us feel like we're in control of what we say, think, and do. However, we're mostly a product of our environment. Study after study has shown that we copy most of our behaviors from our peer group. This means that the people in our social circle who are unmotivated and unproductive have a negative effect on our motivation and our productivity levels, while those who are highly motivated and Productive, lift us up. If we surround ourselves with people who set the bar very low, it becomes acceptable for us to set the bar low as well. If we want to upgrade our lives, we need to upgrade our surroundings. This means that we need to protect our time more and spend less time with people who have a negative effect on us. And on the other hand, we need to spend more time with those who have a positive effect on us, those who have high standards and a lot of ambition. They will automatically raise our game. The second part of our surroundings that we have to upgrade in order to upgrade our life is our work and living space. Our work and living space should reflect our goals and ambitions in life. Many studies have proven that our physical environment has a huge effect on our state of mind. For example, there's a psychological principle called pre-framing. This is where we can get ourselves and others into a certain frame of mind by being exposed to certain types of inputs. Things like messages, images, quotes, books, and sounds without even realizing it. As soon as we upgrade our work and living space in such a way that it reflects our goals and ambitions, our environment is designed to pre-frame us 24-7. So remember, every object or message that we see leaves an impression on our mind. And impressions create thoughts Thoughts create actions. Actions create results. Number six, define your North Star goal. We can't expect to get somewhere if we don't know where that somewhere is. Having an overriding leading goal saves us time and helps us make decisions more quickly. So what are some actionable steps we can take to define where that somewhere is? Define what your ideal day would look like. Think about what you would attempt if you could not fail. Next, decide where you are on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. This is a motivational theory in psychology consisting of a five-tier model of human needs, often depicted within a pyramid. From the bottom of the hierarchy upwards, the needs are physiological, things like food and clothing, safety, 
things like job security, love and belonging needs, things like friendship, esteem, and self-actualization. The needs lower down in the hierarchy must be satisfied before we can attend to the needs higher up. So let's dive into each one. Physiological. These are biological requirements for human survival. Things like air, food, drink, shelter, clothing, warmth, sex, sleep. If these needs are not satisfied, then the human body cannot function optimally. Maslow considered physiological needs the most important as all the other needs become secondary until these needs are met. Safety. Once our physiological needs are satisfied, the needs for security and safety become important. People want to experience order, predictability, and control in their lives. These needs can be fulfilled by family and society. For example, emotional security or financial security, law and order, freedom from fear, social stability, property, health, and well-being after physiological and safety needs have been fulfilled. The third level of human needs is social and involves feelings of belongingness. Belongingness refers to a human emotional need for interpersonal relationships, affiliated connections, and being part of a group. For example, friendships or intimacy or trust and acceptance, receiving and giving affection and love. Esteem is the fourth level in Maslow's hierarchy. This includes self-worth, accomplishment, and respect. Maslow classified esteem needs into two categories. One, esteem for oneself, things like dignity, achievement, mastery, independence, and two, the desire for reputation or respect from others, things like status and prestige. Maslow indicated that the need for respect or reputation is most important for children and adolescents and precedes real self-esteem or dignity. Lastly, self-actualization. This is the highest level in Maslow's hierarchy and refers to the realization of a person's potential, self-fulfillment, seeking personal growth, and peak experience. This level is the desire to accomplish everything that we can to become the most that we can be. We need to continually remind ourselves consistency is far more important than intensity in the long term. Being consistent is essential if we want to make any significant change in our lives. So to recap, number one, do something. To stay consistent, we first have to start taking action. And this can often be the hardest part. When we're at zero, everything seems overwhelming. The trick is to just start and get into a rhythm. Then we can focus on maintaining that rhythm. We should leverage the do something principle. When we don't have the motivation to do something, we need something that will spark some sort of action. 
prior to this action, we can leverage some additional actionable steps, such as assessing the workload involved, pushing ourselves to start doing the reps without the expectation of seeing results initially, focusing purely on taking action. This means less thinking and more doing. Number two, learn habit formation. Habits are learned behaviors, which is good news because that means that there is a process for integrating new activities into our lives. Define the activities which will move you towards your goals. Focus on getting as many reps in as possible in the shortest space of time. Schedule them into your calendar and focus on just turning up every time. Number three, systemize everything. Systems take the thinking out of repetitive processes so that we can focus on creativity. A systems approach means that we find opportunities to create repeatable steps and actions that lead to the accomplishment of our goals. In other words, we find the best way to do something and never deviate from that success track. Number four, keep yourself grounded. We need to think long-term to preserve our health and energy. Staying grounded and centered means we are in control of our emotions and thoughts, and we accept the path that we're on. Find a hobby or activity you love. Next, breathe yourself into your body. And lastly, move your body to help release anxious energy. Number five, prime your environment. Our environment is key to success and ensures that we're in a healthy, positive space with good energy. Being surrounded by distractions, negative people, and temptation derails our consistency. Remember, every object or message that we see leaves an impression in our mind. And impressions create thoughts. Thoughts create actions, and actions create results. And number six, define your North Star goal. We can't expect to get somewhere if we don't know where that somewhere is. Define what your ideal day would look like. Think about what would you do? What would you attempt if you could not fail? Decide where you are on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We need to continually remind ourselves being consistent is essential if we want to make any significant change in our lives. This week's shout out is by Freddie who sent me a DM on Facebook. I recently came across your podcast on Spotify and started from the beginning. I'm on episode 33 now. I really have enjoyed listening so far and think the points, issues you try to get across and talk about are really important. Appreciate the work you put into this and will be listening my way to the most recent podcast. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into six simple steps to master consistency. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.
The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.